Howdy, howdy, and welcome to episode 59 of The Daily Run, and we are in the book of Titus, and we are in chapter 3 of the book of Titus, and last time uh, we read, well, the end of verse of chapter 2 and verse 1 of chapter 3, and so remember, uh, it's all one letter, and uh, we we break it up into places where the author didn't originally break it up, so the chapter divisions were added much later, they are not part of Paul's original letter, the chapter divisions. Of course, the whole thing is, but um, the chapter divisions were added much later, as were the verse divisions. So uh, it says this, Paul is writing to Titus, a young pastor. He says this about him speaking to his congregation, his people. Remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work. Now you're going to hear me kind of beat this one to death, to be ready for every good work. And you probably are, if you've been listening the last few days, you've probably been saying, Mike, you've talked about this already. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I am often redundant and for multiple reasons. Reason number one of my redundancy and repeating myself and saying the same things over and over is so that you'll remember it. Just like Paul said, he, uh, you know, he talked about how for him to repeat these things is is not burdensome for him, but it was it was safe for them because Hearing something once, you don't always grab it. Hearing something 10 times, you tend to grab a hold of it. And the other thing is, as we go through this chapter verse by verse, he talks about in the last two chapters here, good works, I think five times that it's mentioned in just this um, last, what, the last 20 verses or so of um, of the book of Titus. Um, he mentions good works, I, I believe, five times. So, he says, "Be you know, remind your people to be ready for good works. And then verse 2, he says, to speak evil of no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing all humanity, oh, sorry, all humility to all men. I'm sure they should show humanity as well, but showing all humility to all men. Um, and he goes on from there. That's not the end of the sentence, but actually, I guess it is the end of the sentence. Um, but uh, anyway, he says, to speak evil of no one. Now, this is something that was a hard lesson learned for me because I used to gossip a lot. And the mode of my gossip maybe was not typical. It was mostly where I worked. And I worked with uh, with with kids, animals, and college students. And so there were often bad decisions made. And what I would do was somebody would do something dumb. Some, some employee would, um, would be slacking on their job or they would just make a bad decision. And I would go around and I would tell my coworkers, Oh, here what so-and-so did. Oh, you know, we'd have a good, uh, you know, about what, what a bunch of idiots, you know, that kind of thing. And, and one day somebody had just done something kind of irritating. And, uh, and there was a college student who was a bit older than me at the time. And he was by, and I said to him, I said, Oh man, you'll never guess what so-and-so just did. And he goes, and he just stopped. He goes, he goes, actually, I don't like talking about people. And man, it just crushed me. But it was the it was the kind of crushing you need. Because no one had ever said that to me before. And even I, I was doing this and it wasn't like I was convicted about it. I just was completely oblivious to the fact that I would speak evil of people. I would share about their mistakes and their failings. Rather than going to them and, and correcting them and saying, All right, let's move on. You know, this was just one of their peers. This wasn't me talking to 
my leadership team about a common problem with a with an employee that we needed to discuss. That was not the situation. It was just me venting my irritation about somebody with somebody else. And if it, and if it wasn't for that guy saying to me point blank, you know, I don't like talking about people. I might still be doing it to this day. You know, who knows? So anyway, I was looking through um, the Bible and, uh, and, and thinking about gossip, right? Because there was a while back when I was preaching and I was talking about, about gossip and the, the, the problem of talking about people. And a friend of mine brought up afterwards, like, well, what about in a neighborhood where you have seen a neighbor person who is acting inappropriately toward children? And, you know, you, you report it to the police, but the police aren't doing anything. But you know things have happened. This person has attempted things. Wouldn't it be wrong to not tell the other parents in the neighborhood about what's happening, to warn them? And I thought that was a really good question. And so I was thinking about gossip today, because the Bible does talk a lot about gossip. And I came across this um, a great answer from uh, gotquestions.org, uh, which is a little Christian website. And, and what they said was, was this, that the Hebrew word translated gossip in the Old Testament is defined as one who reveals secrets, one who goes about as a talebearer or a scandal monger. A gossiper is a person who has privileged information about people and proceeds to reveal that information to those who have no business knowing it. Gossip is distinguished from sharing information in two ways. Number one, intent. Gossipers often have the goal of building themselves up by making others look bad and exalting themselves as some kind of um, repositories of knowledge. Number two, the type of information shared. Gossipers speak of the faults and failings of others or reveal potentially embarrassing or shameful details regarding the lives of others without their knowledge or approval. Even if they mean no harm, it is still gossip. And so, you know, there's verses in the Bible. Uh, there's a lot of them in Proverbs. There's quite a few verses in Proverbs. First uh, Timothy 5 talks about gossips. Um, you know, in, in Proverbs 20, it says that gossip betrays the confidence. So avoid a man or a woman who talks too much. You know, uh, so anyway, all be very careful about how we speak of others. You know, I, I even remember a, a well-known pastor that used to tell stories, uh, um, and some of them were very funny and some of them embarrassing stories. But his thing was like, I don't tell stories about people unless they've given me their permission or they're dead. You know, and I was like, wow, I guess when you're dying, when you're dead, all de all bets are off the table. But I think he was kind of being humorous in that. Um, but um, but yeah, the the sharing of privileged information with others. Sharing embarrassing things that other people have done. It's, you know, it's one of those things for me where I just say, wait a minute, if I had done that, would I want someone else talking about it? And like I said before, I used to do it not so much to build myself up, but just to vent my irritation, you know, with, with people. But, but there's a lot of that. And, and I've talked with young people about this, this topic in, in the last few years. And I remember somebody saying to me, you know, if it wasn't for gossip, my friends would have nothing to talk about. All they do is talk about other people. What she, oh, you hear what she did? Oh, she said, and they just badmouth each other. I mean, it's a junior high, high school life is talking bad about the people that are not in your group or the people that um, you don't like. But what, what Paul says 
is speak evil of no one. Speak evil of no one. Now, if you're with your, your, uh, your, you know, like a coworker who you are, like I said before, like in my position, you know, you're supervising other people. There are times where you have to share information. You have to share, you know, I work with, uh, with young adults and, and kids. And if there's a young adult who's working underneath uh, me and under my authority and they've done something inappropriate, um, I need to let the rest of my leadership know about that. Because if I just cover it up and somebody else just covers it up and somebody else just covers it up and that person actually is doing something beyond what we are aware of, but, but we've all warned them about the same thing. And then there's actually some sort of abuse that happens. We're all in a lot of trouble because when, when the investigation takes place, they're going to find out that five of us knew about it, about different times this thing had happened. And so we have to, for the safety of the kids, share that information. Now, do I share that information with the kids? No. Do I share it with just people on the street? Do I share it with their coworkers? Hey, you know, so-and-so did what an idiot. No, that, that would be, that would be gossip. That would be sharing that information that is not befitting them. They don't need to know. You know, if, if I have an employee that, that uh, does something that's foolish and I talk with them about it and I let the rest of my leadership team know, Hey, I talked to this person about the situation. This is what happened. Um, that should be the end of it. I don't need to go and tell all their coworkers. Oh man, you hear what so-and-so did uh, or tell some kids. Yeah. watch out for that counselor. Cause she did, you know, this or that, you know, at, at, you know, camp counselors that I work with. And so, you know, this is one of those things again, that we have to be careful about speaking evil of anyone. And one of the biggest dangers that I've seen of this is in the house is in the home. A husband and wife talking about things that are they're discussing about a friend, about a family member, whatever, but they're talking about it between husband and wife, between, you know, they're discussing the situation. The danger is when you do it and you're not careful about the little ears, medium sized ears and other big ears that are listening. And I've seen that really damage churches and I've seen it really damage relationships because the parents weren't careful about their conversation that they were having privately about in the information that was not befitting the children was heard by the children. And I've had children repeat stuff to me. My dad said this, my dad doesn't, you know, my mom and dad don't like you or you know, whatever. And the mom and dad were discussing something apparently about me or they misunderstood, or maybe they just were saying, Oh man, I can't stand that guy. But I've, I've heard that straight out, like from kids mouths saying, Oh, you know, my parents don't trust you or whatever. And, and, you know, and, and I've had my kids say that to people, you know, we, we you know, I'd say that, said that to a neighbor one time, my parents don't trust you, you know, and uh, the parents, the neighbor was very offended. Um, and when we got wind of it, we told the neighbor, no, what we said was, we don't know you well enough to let our kids go in your house. And so we'd like to get to know you. And well, you know, we don't really trust anybody with in the neighborhood of just having our kids in their house, whatever. Um, but we have to be careful about what little ears hear because it can damage relationships because that's one of the problems of course with gossip is it's damaging. It's speaking evil of others, speaking evil of others. And what Paul is telling Titus is tell your people, teach your people this, that they speak evil of no one. Speak evil of no one. Make that your goal this week. Pay attention to what you're saying. Pay attention to see if you are speaking evil of others. And if you are, well, stop doing it.
instead of speaking over them, pray for them. God bless you. Talk to you next time.